Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. In this episode, I want to dive deep into Twin Flame love and self-love and why they're inseparable. I'll start with expanding out on self-love and what that really means. It may not be what you think, especially on the Twin Flame journey. So self-love, thankfully, has moved more into the mainstream and although it sometimes gets limited to just meaning self-care, at least it's being talked about and there's less eye-rolling around it than there was a few years ago. A few years ago you said self-love and it just, it was an uncomfortable topic. So I love the fact that mental health and self-love is becoming much more mainstream and we can talk about it. So let's talk about it. It's really important on the Twin Flame journey. So self-care is one aspect of self-love, right? It's an important aspect not to be overlooked. And it may sound obvious to some people, but to others, it's not that easy. So this is actually a great place to start with when you're in the obsession mode of twin flame love. Ramp up on self-care. Make yourself and your everyday needs the most important thing. You may feel like you're doing that. See if you can go further, right? Are you eating the most highly vibrational, nutritious foods that you can, that nourish your body and your soul, right? Are you doing the ultimate physical activity for your body type, whatever that looks like for you? Like for you? Are you getting enough sleep, right? Those are the basic self-cares that our bodies are so miraculous, they can take a limited amount of that and still function. And I know for me, I, I abused my body for so long as a professional dancer and, you know, I didn't really know what self-care really was. <laughs> it may have looked on the surface like I was in great self-care shape, but there was a lot of um, non-self-love behavior that was taking place. So I encourage you to look at your self-care and see on a scale of 1 to 10 where you rate it, right? Are you at a 10 for all three of those? Eating nutritious foods taking physical care of your body, getting enough sleep, okay? And it's about listening to your body and seeing what it needs because what you need may be different from what someone else needs and what you need today may be different from what you needed yesterday. And now here's, this is important to, to mention. For those of us who have gone through trauma in our childhood or in our adult life, we may not have learned the best ways to self-care. And so self-care, like I mentioned before with my past, may not always come easily, right? Because self-care can sometimes look like self-preservation. That's different. Self-preservation is survival. Self-care is thriving. So for instance, if you, when you were growing up, you dealt with a parent or anyone in your family who had an addiction or maybe a mental disorder, I experienced both of those. What happens is you most likely moved into codependency and so self-care became a means of self-preservation, which looks like putting other people's needs first. And you do this in order to survive. And this becomes so conditioned and programmed that when you're an adult, you can't really tell what you really need, but you can tell what everyone else around you needs. You're really good at that. And again, everyone has different layers of this. So just check in with yourself. Tune into what is really right for you in this moment. If it feels good, it's yes. If it doesn't, it's no, right? All right, let's go deeper. Let's go deeper into self-love. Self-love is also listening to your heart and seeing what it needs, right? Now, we're not taught to like drop into our hearts unless you've been in therapy or 
have worked with a healer or you know done your inner work and again this is becoming much more mainstream but really listening to your heart right there's a spiritual heart there's a physical heart our heart is a portal to to so many things it's a portal to the universe it's amazing when you can really get to know your heart so self-love is tuning into your heart and seeing what it needs and sometimes we don't give our hearts attention until we get that wake-up call of a heartbreak until our heart cracks open for falling in love with someone like our twin flame and then it gets our attention and then we see oh wow there's stuff in here that needs my attention there's pain in here right I have I need some emotional healing right so when you go into your heart and see what it needs you see what needs healing see what you haven't dealt with right do you need a good cry do you need a good laugh do you need to be silent and for some of you this may be hard to tune in right so this is because you haven't taught you haven't been taught how to tune into your heart unless you had these parents who really taught you this this isn't something they teach in school and something you have to find on your own I mean if you take yoga or any sort of the healing art you're going to be exposed to it but even then it's really limited as to how far the heart is really available for you to dive into so this is when you just have to reparent yourself and relearn self-care and self-love now a good way to find out what you need is to see what you're wanting from your twin flame they are your greatest reflection remember they carry the same vibration as you right you we carry the same energetic blueprint we each no one else has that except for our twin flame so they are going to be your greatest perfect reflection so whatever you're wanting from them is really what you want and need for yourself for self-love whatever you feel that you can do for them is really what you need to do for yourself this can be tricky um, because you see them so clearly because again you're they're the same vibration as you so you see them so clearly you know what they need for healing or spiritual growth or what's best for them but here's the catch and this can be hard to see they are showing you what you need for yourself um, here's a here's a simple example for example if you want them to be ready for a relationship to become more spiritually awakened or deal with their inner child etc this is really what you need for yourself and conversely if they seem to have it all together then this is actually what you want for yourself to have it all together you'll find that when you do this your your path to self-love will be made very clear your twin flame is your greatest teacher and greatest guide all right let's go a step further let's dive deeper self-love is also learning what's in your unconscious self see what's hiding in there what has gotten buried what's ready to come out our unconscious self is so hard to find that's why it's unconscious right it's usually things we don't want to deal with because it can be too painful and we don't want to see and so we just bury them down and we forget they're there but this unconscious self is actually what what controls and makes 97% of our decisions for us so when you do this inner work it's really important to get to know your unconscious self and how do you get to know your unconscious self right well the unconscious lives in your body in your dreams in your creativity um, and so if your body is crying out for attention right that's something in your unconscious that wants your intention right your dreams will help teach you and show you what's up when you're creative what's coming up is you're accessing that unconscious right and you can learn so much about yourself 
and what needs your attention through your unconscious self. But what that also means is loving those parts of yourself that you may not want to see or acknowledge. Because again, these are the parts that went into hiding for a reason. And they usually won't come out until it's a safe place to come out. Which means when you provide yourself with a safe container of self-love, then those parts in your unconscious will feel safe and want to come out. And this is when it's also great to work with someone who can hold that space for you, who can hold that unconditional space of love so that you can feel safe to let those parts out. Because so often those unconscious parts love having a witness because they didn't get a witness. They got buried away. They want to be seen and heard. And when you can, they can be seen and heard by you and by someone else, the healing is much faster and greater. And then it's also about loving those shadow parts, right? Even if you're unsure of what they are, you can, you know what, if you look for them in your twin, I can almost guarantee you they'll be married back for you. Like you may look at your twin flame and you just know because you'll have this knowing that, oh, this is what's buried and this needs to be healed. That's your, it's going to be reflected right back to you. That's what, that's a great way to tune into your shadow parts as well. Another example is if your twin flame is unavailable for a relationship, whether that's emotionally unavailable, spiritually unavailable, or physically unavailable, look and see what parts of you are unavailable for a relationship, right? What part of you, and it may be unconscious, doesn't want a relationship. You may, this is me for so many years, you may on the surface say, oh, I want a relationship, I'm ready for a relationship. But what I didn't know is I had unconscious parts of me that were buried, that had so much pain in them that wouldn't allow me to have a relationship until they got healed. Because if I went into a relationship with those parts unhealed, that would just play out in the relationship. And in a twin flame relationship, this can be even more exacerbated. So it's so good if you can do this work on your own. But although some of you may do this with your twin flame, which is really great, it'll just be uh, more uh, heightened in energy. Self-love is also understanding what love is. Love, as we all know, you know this, love is unconditional. So that means any conditions that are in a relationship aren't love. It's control or it's an agreement. But, but we have to be careful not to confuse that with love. We've been conditioned this way that to do this for someone else means love. No, that's conditioning. That's um, either an agreement or it's control. Um, and sometimes that control is unconscious. But unconditional love is not having conditions around the relationship and self-love is being unconditional with how you love yourself so notice if there are places in yourself or how you see yourself that are conditional that you have conditions about i'll love myself when this this and this right self-love is loving every inch and every molecule and cell in your body now Loving every emotion that's up and not judging it now. Not just the happy emotions, but the uncomfortable ones as well. Getting to know them, holding them with compassion, holding them with acceptance. Accepting yourself right now in this very moment is the greatest act of self-love you can give yourself, right? Self-love is loving your inner child. All those times that that younger self didn't get the love you needed. That's a big piece of self-love. So many of us have these inner childs in us that are calling out for love, that are hurting. And when we ignore it, then we're not loving all of us, right? There's that part of us that needs that extra love. Okay, so self-love is also seeing the bigger picture, which is tuning into your soul. 
seeing the spiritual picture of life, the divine plan, your soul's plan, your soul's divine plan, operating in your highest soul's timeline. Self-love is loving yourself so much that you won't let any thought in that isn't aligned with divine source. Any behavior that isn't aligned, any action that isn't divinely aligned, not letting that in. Self-love is really knowing that you are God's source energy. And in that place, you trust in life and where you are. In that place of self-love, there cannot be any expectation, right? It doesn't fit because self-love is trusting in yourself and in the divine source of all creation, that you are exactly where you're meant to be, and that there's a higher divine plan and action, and that greater things may unfold than you may even know. So you put your plans and intentions into motion, and then you let go. Otherwise, you're trying to control your life, which is saying you know more than source, right? When you don't trust, you're saying you know more than source. And I get it, because so many of us weren't able to trust. I spent most of my life there, I really understand. But I've learned that living that way makes life a challenge and a struggle, right? Letting go is much easier. It's much harder, and it can be hugely scary to let go and trust. But that's when you have to do the inner work. Because what's really scary is when there's a younger part of you running your life. That's the part of you that doesn't trust and can't let go. And it can't let go because it really wants your attention. It will keep running the show until you give it your attention. So you see what it wants, and what it usually wants is love. But to get that love, there's quite often pain that needs to be healed, to be felt, to be held. And this is where most people stop. And I understand it's scary. It's painful to go through a spiritual ascension process. It's not easy. And anyone who tells you differently probably is spiritually bypassed, right? Or they have a different soul's journey. But, but anyone I know, anyone I know that has, is on the ascension journey is that it can be very painful to do the healing work. But again, on the other side is bliss beyond your wildest dreams. Clearing that pain is what we all really want, is freedom. I mean, that is self-love, right? We all came here to learn our soul's lessons so we don't have to do them again, so we can expand our con consciousness, so we can expand into our greatest vessel of love. And that is what the Twin Flame Path is all about, unconditional love for yourself, and most importantly, connecting with divine source. Because that's who your twin flame is, a reflection of you and a reflection of the divine. That's why they're so triggering and activating. They wake up any part of you that isn't aligned with your highest self and with unconditional love. To be in divine, harmonious twin flame union, you have to reach a certain level of healing. Your energy has to be clear. And whether or not you're together physically won't matter because when you're at that point, you're aligned and happy and you're not living in duality of separation. You are in unity consciousness and you see how you aren't separate. That is so beautiful. And that's what the Twin Flame journey is about. And that's why it's about self-love, which is also ultimately love of the divine source of God. That is who you are. That is who we all are at our core. And when we can connect to that place of ourselves, and allow that unconditional love of source to fill up our entire body, all of our cells and molecules. Feel how loved and perfect we are just as we are. That is self-love. And when we live from that place, we are aligned with our physical, emotional, and mental bodies. Our hearts are wide open, and we are living at our highest timeline. And that, my friends, is why we are here, why we met our twin flames, and why they activated something so deep in us that we started down this path of seeking searching.
because what we are really looking for is ourselves, our self-love, our divine love, which is one and the same. And when you find that sweet nectar of love within you and the world, all this pain and suffering you are going through will be worth it. Trust me, I know, but you have to do the work. And everyone has different levels of healing and different lifetimes and different ancestral lineages to heal. It depends on your soul's plan and agreement. So it's best not to compare yourself, but to drop into your heart, see what needs your love and start there. And from there, you'll know what to do next. I am sending you so much love. Love is everything, and it starts with you. Namaste.